verse in my mind Between the silver line My heart's in the sky Through the darkest night Let's run till the dawn's first light Drop it The resolution of the future Looking away in the day today Let's try to stop living a Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from the pop culture and then we talk about it. Usually it's a thing that sucks, but instead it's a thing that I like because uh, my podcast, I do what I want. I'm Sky. Only three more episodes of that clunky-ass intro. Could have been worse. Well, yeah, and it has been. <laughs> I am Jake. That's right. Good job. Look at me go. And we're watching My Hero Academia. Uh, we'll watch, this is episode number nine. Uh, yeah. Just, just do your best, Ida. There's an exclamation point. It's not how you just... It's, yeah, just do your best, Ida. Not that confused, scared way you said it. <laughs> That's just how I sound. I know. you. Everything is scary and confusing to you. That's why you stay home all the time. I know. It's good to know that, though, because now I know where to find you. <laughs> Look, I'm here or I'm at work or I'm at your house. There's very limited places to find Every me. now and then you're in between. <laughs> There is some distance betwixt. I suppose on occasion I'm also at my mom's house. So, four locations. It's it's pretty easy. Yeah. Got a 25% shot. And if I just wait here, you'll come back eventually. That's true. All my stuff is here. Yeah. Anyway. I know where you keep your pornography. <laughs> on the internet. Uh, so, <laughs> we open up, and instead of uh, numerous flashbacks, we actually open up on today's story. Yeah, this one is not super flashback heavy. Yeah. Well, I think we might be over that hump. So... Uh, there's a whole bunch of media out in front of UA, and they're trying to get Midoriya to tell them about uh, All Might and what's he like and stuff. Uh, actually, they're doing it to all of the students that are walking through. They're, they're just yelling at questions and such. The most aggressive lady is from HNA. Is that Hero News Academia? <laughs> yes. Is that, is that what yes, it is. Guy? That's I, what I, I don't actually know. Um, what are you? What are you even here for? If you don't know the answers <laughs> to all my questions, I, I'm sorry. I don't know th- what the the initials of a fake news organization inside of a cartoon st- yeah, stand well, for. Well, we're not podcasting. I'm going to slap you. Mm-hmm, do it already. But uh, they ask Ida, and he gives a whole like overly verbose definition of what's happening in the in the classrooms and such, and they don't appreciate it. And they try to interview Bakugo, and he tells her to fuck off. Uh, and then they try to. Uh, get a comment from Aizawa, and he also has nothing to do, or has has no shits to give. Yeah, but he never has any shits to give. He is a very irresponsible man. (laughs) Irresponsible? Yeah, he's just always, like, sleeping through class and shit in this episode. Okay, that's fair. You're not wrong. He doesn't seem to give any fucks about anything. (laughs) It's part of his mystique. I guess so, but he's in charge of these children. Yeah. So... The press tries to follow them onto campus, but because they don't have special, like, student IDs or whatever, uh, giant walls get thrown up to keep the riffraff out. I'm really surprised in this crowd we don't see anyone with a quirk that's like a camera for hands or something. (laughs) That is surprising. But that would imply that, like, the film would be part of their body. They poop it out. Also, (laughs) Sky, it's 2019. Nothing has film in it anymore. (laughs) You don't know what year it is here. What advances... Well, I, I suppose that's true, but right now it's 2019 here with that's us true. in your living room. Well, I feel like when this was written, it was 2018. Oh. You know, when film was abundant <laughs> and everything. When we were lousy with film. <laughs> I just love that celluloid. 
we get like a zoom out shot of a not actually not that much press out in front of the front gate and we see some guy standing across the street with the wind gently rustling his hair and he's very dark and mysterious and we never see his face i bet he's a bad guy uh, I mean, I wouldn't have known that, but you ruined it for me the first time we saw it, and now you're ruining it the second time. Yeah, because he's a bad guy. He's obviously a bad guy. I don't know. So we jump into the classroom, and Azawa addresses Bakugo and tells him, you know, to not be a little bitch about losing yesterday's uh, hero thingy. Yeah, this I like this episode. It's really taking a turn against Bakugo. <laughs> yeah. He's not in it that much, and when he is, everyone's like, stop being you. <laughs> it's true. Uh, Aizawa also tells Midoriya, hey, you broke your fucking arm again, kid. You gotta get better. Get better yeah. at this. That's not a good excuse. You can't use that every time. Yeah. Even though it is a pretty good excuse. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> want to use my quirk either if I just shattered when I yeah. used it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, if, you're, if your bones turn into gravel, you can't continue using them. So, but whatever. And then the rest of the kids uh, don't matter to the story, so he doesn't no. address how they performed. Uh, but he does tell them that they have to elect a cra- class representative, and all the kids want to be it because apparently that looks good on your resume. I guess the the hero agencies look at that sort of thing, and uh, Ida's like, we should like try to do this democratically, everybody, because everybody's just yelling how they should be the one, except for Koda, who doesn't actually talk at all. He's the one that looks like a monster. Which one looks like a monster? That little sex pest? No, the the one with like the. Here, I'll reverse it. Oh, God. It's happening. This one. Oh, what's he do? He, his quirk is Anna voice. He can talk to and control animals. Oh. But you will never hear him talk. But Ida's like, let's do a vote. Whoever has the most votes will be the thing. It's like, yeah. why wasn't that the initial? Because fucking Aizawa is just like, I don't give a fuck. Just figure it out for yourselves. <laughs> I'm not going to teach you how to do anything. I mean, he did dip on his... F- <laughs> Day two, yeah, and all and my now, took over, and now he's in a fucking sleeping bag going to sleep for some reason. <laughs> it's true. It <laughs> really seems like he has a drug problem, Sky. <laughs> uh, that sleeping bag's just full of heroin. Yeah, I mean that would explain why his eyes are always bloodshot. They hold an election. Deku gets the most votes with three, and Bakugo is a bitch about it. And he's like, "Who? Why would anyone vote for him?" And one of the other kids goes, "Because he's better than you." <laughs> Yeah. Take that, Bakugo. And Momo got two votes. So she's deputy or vice president or however it works. Prime minister. (laughs) Well, no, that would be Deku as prime minister. No, it's different in this class. It goes president, prime minister, mayor. Oh. (laughs) And then archduke. Yeah. And everyone else is a pawn. But the rest of the... Ida's kind of upset because he didn't get a single vote. So, well, you didn't vote for yourself, my man. And then it's the cafeteria, and the cafeteria sign seems to be wearing a weird fancy wig. <laughs> they show it again. You'll they do. See. It I, looks I, like it's yeah. wearing a weird wig. I, <laughs> it looks more like f- filigree? Fili- yeah, filigree. Just to make it look fancy. No, I think it's a weird wig. All right. Yep. You're probably right. I know. So, <laughs> Midoriya, they're in, the, they're in the cafeteria. Midoriya's like, I don't think I can do this. And Ida explains to him why he voted, because he has, you know, courage and grace under fire. So the three of them voted for him, right? Correct. They got a real Harry Potter thing going on here. Yes. Yes, they do. Uh, Bakugo is definitely the the bad one. Uh, Draco Malfoy. Oh, yeah. And Azawa is kind of Snape, because he has no fucks to give sometimes. Yeah. Well, he's got a way less of a weird vendetta against the main character, though. It's true. I mean, he did... 
want to send him home right away and is con- and you know kind of gives him a lot of guff. But also Midoriya does keep breaking, so I get it. Ida explains how he didn't vote for himself because he uh, doesn't think he's ready for a leadership position because he comes from a long line of super fast superheroes who all look like Gundam Wing. <laughs> they do look like robots. You are correct. But his older brother Ingenium has a uh, an agency in Tokyo with like sixty five sidekicks yeah, or some such. Yeah, sixty five. It's a lot of kids to. Or I guess they're actually like adults, but like they just you know it's a lot of people. <laughs> That's why I think the real world should be ran. Everyone who's suckier than me should should be underneath of me. Like, like a pyramid? Be in char- yeah. Like a pyramid scheme? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just make the whole... All society is a pyramid scheme. Isn't that like Society communism? now, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, that also... Actually, communism would be more equal. But Deku's kind of bolstered by Ida, telling him that he's probably a good fit for it. But then, wouldn't you know it, there's some sort of emergency... There's a... It's a level three security breach, Sky. Gasp! What does that mean? It's the worst kind of security breach. <laughs> Nobody knows what it means, actually. Oh, actually, this kid does know what it means. It, uh, there's a kid who's been there for several years, and it means somebody's trespassing. See, look, it's like a fancy wig. It is a fancy wig on that sign. So, all of the kids, like, rush out th- three Stooges style, but with, like, 80 children trying to go through a hallway at once. To be fair, it's the third day. They had not had, like, any sort of drills yet. Fire drills, tornado well, drills. But that guy said that this is, like, his fourth year here, so he should know. Yeah, he should definitely know what's going on. You're right. But, I don't know. They all cram through the into the hallway, and it's just, like, a meat grinder of children. And Ida gets smooshed into a window, and he notices that it's just the press that managed to get their way in. Like, he sees... President Mike and Aizawa try to tell them to just get the hell out. I like you shouldn't be here. I like President Mike's mustache. He's got a little tiny mustache. It's a little twiddly mustache. So Ida tries to tell them to just calm the fuck down, but because he's part of the the mass, nobody can The hear writhing him. mass of yeah, children. just slamming bodies. Uh, like, we see Kirishima and Kaminari also get swept up in the, the flow of the people. We're watching several of our people we've grown to love die That's in right. the stampede. Just stripped to skeletons as though they were piranhas in a stream. Uh, but Ida has an idea. Like, Deku's just gone. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't see him again for a also while. Also dead. Uh, as far as we know. Uraka gives Ida a five so he can start to float. And he pulls his pant legs up so he can use his jets to fly above everybody. You know. <laughs> like you'll do. Well, yeah. Combine your powers. It's... Yeah, it's a good idea. It's I'm like not, when the power I'm, I'm not, their weapons together and shoot that weird gun. That's right. The howling cannon. Is that what they call that? In the Sentai. That's what it's called. You're a Sentai. Yeah, I'll Sentai you. <laughs> but Ida, like, because he's he's just floating, gravity's not affecting him, he just kind of spins until he slams into a wall. It's probably the first time he's used his powers flying, too, so he did uh, all right, considering. That's true. He didn't break a single bone. Deku would have been shattered and on the ground. Yeah, but he would have... Achieved whatever he needed to achieve. Then people would have stood around his broken body talking about how good he is, but also (laughs) how broken he is. Yeah. All of his bones are dust again. Damn it. But Ida's able to uh, calm everybody down, and at that point, the cops show up to escort the the press from the facility. So good job, Ida. So we cut back, or everybody goes back to the classroom, and Deku abjugates, I think is the word I'm looking for. Like, he gives up being class rep, and he says Ida is the class rep now. 
Does Deku ever get to a point where he uh, has to do something and doesn't shake and sweat violently <laughs> right beforehand? I know this is just like his third day of school, so it's still understandable, but like, I know season four is on its way out. Does he just shake and sweat through that too? Or do you think you will? I guess it's not out yet, but. Um, it is hard to say. Hmm. I feel as though he shakes and sweats through most of this. Um, there are some instances where he's very confident and poised, but, but for the most part, he's a trembly little boy. Uh, I mean, I get that at first. I just didn't know if there was any growth. And I mean, he's not afraid yes. of everything. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he yes, he's afraid, but he overcomes the fear. He's like a Green Lantern, Jake. Oh. But, uh... <laughs> but yeah, but Ida says, yeah, I'll be the class, class rep, even though I said I didn't want to do it before. I'll do it now. And Momo is sad because she got two more votes than him. So we see the gate that the press got through, and we see like some of the upper staff there. Uh, Midnight, the bear, recovery girl, and 13 are looking at the pile of rubble that used to be the gate, and they're wondering how this happened and if it was to, dec- like something happened or was it somebody declaring war on the school which is very ominous especially because we saw that feller looking ominous earlier yeah ominous fellas always doing ominous shit that's true and there's a commercial break and when we come back there's some big weird pink monster guy threatening to kill some folks and there's three heroes in front of him but then all might just kind of drops from the sky like he'll do and karate chops that guy in the back of the head and he saves the day and he all Might's just running around the city, just saving the day. Instead of going to work. <laughs> I mean, technically this is his job also, right, but, but he should be somewhere else. You're right. right. You're you, not wrong. You can't let your jobs interfere with one another if you're going to have one more than one. That's true. You, gotta give, you can't half-ass it, especially when you're teaching the youth of tomorrow. Right. But he's all like, I'm not as strong as I used to be because that kid ate my hair. <laughs> I mean, not in those words, but that, that is correct. Uh, but he is lamenting the fact that he isn't as strong as he used to be. I mean, so at some point, so all for one only exists in one person at a time. So as this is one for all, whatever. Uh, so as that, no, it's different. Is it? It is. It's very important. Actually, later, actually. Oh, what is what is the one that he has? One for all. He has one for all. Correct. So, like as. Deku gets stronger, does he get weaker? Is that what happens? Like it's More or boring. less, that's what's happening, yeah. So at some point, he's just going to be a regular man again? More or less, yeah. How the fuck could you go from being this to that? You fucking just <laughs> kill yourself, right? <laughs> well, I mean, in a sense, he's kind of dying. That, I guess that's true. He's if not going to be recall, a weird little skeleton that barfs blood constantly for the rest of his right, life. Right, I feel like that's not a, a sustainable way to live. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, and we actually do get... Uh, the first flashback of the episode where it, it's actually useful information because uh, at the end of the last episode, Deku almost told, told Bakugo all of the stuff. Yeah, he didn't tell him, like, like this is exactly what happened, though, did he? Like, he didn't say, I ate oh, all my I, hair and now I have all for one. Nah, he just explained that he has a borrowed power and he had. that's why he can't control it. That's what I thought. It'll eventually be his, but right now he's just unstable. And it uh, looks like, because it seemed as though Deku was going to not mention that at all, but it, he did go ahead and confess that I almost super fucked up and told him uh, to All Might. And All Might's just like, well, 
Because Jesus, this, man. This is a flashback, but it's not exactly what we saw. So that, right. that's this is like the scene that would have happened after yeah. the episode end did ended. Um and he's like, Well, look, Bakuko's not gonna take you seriously, but you gotta stop telling people yeah. shit. No one takes you seriously, Deku, so people are gonna come for this and you know, they'll do whatever to get this power. So you gotta you gotta tighten up, man. Now there are all those statues uh right out there. Is are those uh is it like the Jedi Order, like the, the twenty <laughs> The Lost Twenty or whatever it's called. I I don't know, so I'm just gonna say yes. Those are the those are the heroes that became bad guys. Oh, I don't know why you would have a statue to that. Well, I mean, I guess they didn't technically become bad guys. They just left the Jedi Order. Oh, okay. Like Ahsoka Tano. Uh, yeah. I imagine they probably did build a statue well, of her. Was she, what was her rank when she left? She was just a. She was still she was a, a Padawan, wasn't she? Yeah. I don't know. Does that warrant a? That's a good question. Maybe you have to be a knight. Maybe you have to be a master. I don't know. Hmm. She's better than them. She's she's my favorite character in Star Wars. Um, and then we get like a a Chiron of fifty p.m., which is not a time or a measurement of time. I mean, it probably is in Japan's. <laughs> is it? Yeah, they so, probably know something we don't. Is that right? So fifty p.m. seems to be midday or after English class. I'm going to look it up. I have to uh, go past this uh, when we were looking up whether goats could actually eat tin cans or not. <laughs> Turns out it's more like gum for them. They just like they just like the chewing. I feel like that's uh, how time works for Japan, but I ain't never been there, so... And you never will be with that attitude. It's very expensive there. You can go to KFC for like $40. You can get a $5 fill up here. You can't get a cursed sword, though. <laughs> I don't... Still don't understand what this means. <laughs> Whatever. So Azawa is teaching his class, um, and he's explaining that they're gonna go and do some more stuff. Uh, today's exercise is going to be rescue. So he's explaining that they're going to a specific off-campus site, and you know, wear whatever you want. You know, we're gonna do some rescues. There's gonna be like landslides and shipwrecks and and earthquakes and fires and stuff so he reminds them that they aren't super used to their costumes yet so maybe just wear your pe stuff but everybody but deku wears their costume as you would yeah why wouldn't you the only reason deku is not wearing his costume is because he fucked his so bad because he's shitting it in the last exercise well yeah (laughs) both his sleeves were gone his mask got torn up he got exploded and he probably pissed his pants so yeah just wear your pe outfit it's fine he does have his big stupid gloves and his stupid utility belt with pockets that we'd never, ever see him pull anything out of. His big stupid gloves are cool. That's true. I do like them, but they're comically oversized for yeah. his tiny fists. It's like uh, when uh, Chris Bacallo draws Generation X and they have those giant boots and gloves. You're not wrong. And he, he also wears like his goofy lower face protector thing that he never really wears. He keeps It's a feed bag. He keeps Skittles in there. <laughs> In case he gets the mm, munchies. Snacks. You know, it's true. If you're rescuing children, you'll want to have like some Skittles handy to keep them calm. Yeah. Uh, so the kids board the bus because it's, like I said, it was off campus. And uh, Froppy, the, the frog girl, she notices that Deku's power is a lot like uh, All Might's. Uh, and we just learned that you're not supposed to tell people that. Yeah. So Deku panics like, like he like does. Like he'll do, yeah. And Kaminari's like, or not Kaminari, uh, Kirishima 
says, yeah, but All Might's body doesn't shatter when he uses it, so it's probably not yeah. the same thing. He's like, All Might's not an idiot. <laughs> he learned how to do it good. Uh, and then we see him harden his hand into a kind of rigor mortis-y, crystal-y form. Um, and they discuss who's going to be a good pro hero. Uh, and Kirishima says that uh, Todoroki and uh, Bakugo are the ones that have the best quirk to become a pro. Oh, yeah, but then they're, they're like, flashy and strong. But then everyone's like, but Bakugo's a shit person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we get the... We get a shot of Todoroki sitting by himself and Bakugo sitting next to Jiro and one of her earphone jacks is in her phone, which I, I like a lot. I mean, that's where you'd put it. Yeah. What else would you do with it? And uh, Sue, uh, Asui, <laughs> she's like, Bakugo's always mad, so I don't think he'll be that popular as a hero. And then he does what he does and he freaks out and threatens to kill her. <laughs> yeah. And then she just she's just like, yeah, see? Yeah. There's a she's th- like... Look at this douchebag. And then Minari is just like, yeah, see, we've known you for two days, and we all know your whole deal and what a douchebag you are. And Deku was just like, everybody's teasing Bakugo, and I don't know how to handle that. Normally, he makes fun of me. And Momo clutches her pearls because she doesn't like how vulgar the conversation is. But they make it to uh, the Disney Dome, or no, the, excuse me, to the Epcot Center. I mean, that's still owned by Disney's guy. I guess that's fair. It's Disney's Epcot. I see. <laughs> and we meet 13 jake what do you think of 13 13's pretty cool is is she named after apollo 13 i had not put that together but that makes sense she is like a space hero they and they literally call her the space hero yeah she looks like a bit like the michelin man she's got a big poofy uh <laughs> big poofy coat with uh, space bits for a head yeah uraka is a huge fan of 13 she's a rescue hero her quirk is black hole I feel I feel like at some point there was a children's show called Rescue Heroes or something, and they drove like Tonka dump trucks or something, right? Is I feel like that's accurate. I feel like they also may have adopted some Marvel superheroes into that, because I know be for a fact I have a Spider-Man action figure who is a rescue hero who is also a fireman. Yes. <laughs> so we get introduced to the USJ, which is uh, an Universal Studios some- Japan. I had not put that together either. They say it in the show. So. I, I wasn't paying attention. Surprise. Um, but we see all these different sites with different kinds of... Um, uh, fuck. All different kinds of rescue scenarios. Thank you, environments. So there's, like, there's a, a landslide and a shipwreck and a flood. And, and a, et cetera. Et cetera. There's, there's a moment where 13's done listing shit. She's like, and the rest, et cetera. It's fine. But USJ actually stands for uh, fucking... Damn it. What does it say? Something simulation joint. But the J stands for joint, which I thought was funny. Uh, but Azawa walks up to 13 and asks where All Might is because he's supposed to be part of the proceedings. And she tells him that he fucked up and used up all of his All Might time. So now he's just Skeleton Man. We see, So they flash over to him calling, I assume, 13 and telling her he's not going to be there yeah. earlier or whatever. I like to imagine that, that, that silly... Um, looking hero has a cell phone oh 13 yeah i bet it's built into her headpiece is there a regular person in there or is that just what she looks like i cannot answer that okay <laughs> well you'll see later but like i don't i genuinely don't know what's in there um so zawa sets up or no uh 13 explains that uh her her quirk is black hole 
it can uh, basically it does exactly what you'd expect. It sucks the thing in and turns it into dust. Um, so it's great for like taking care of uh, obstacles and whatnot, but it also can super kill someone very easily. Yeah, which freaks the children out when yeah, she tells them. Uh, they, I guess they never thought of that. And so 13 explains that, yeah, your quirks are, can be useful, but you got to do it right or you can hurt people. And we, she says that the government strictly regulates who does what with their powers. Like, everybody's got to register and such. Wait, isn't there a Marvel movie about that? There's lots of Marvel stuff about that. But she's like, uh, with the uh, the combat training they had yesterday... They're all set to start rescuing. It's fine. This is a very quick, quickly paced school. Yeah, yeah, it is. But yeah, so but the whole thing, I guess, is to learn how to use your powers anyway. So it's probably not a bad idea to start learning how to save people without murdering them by accident. I suppose so. Yeah. So the kids are all jazzed. They want to start throwing people out of water or whatever. And then there's a weird electrical surge, and the power, the lights go out, and the fountains start fucking up. What could be happening, Sky? I know exactly what's happening. You I see have a, a pretty a, good idea. A creepy purple swirly portal open up, and Azawa turns in slow motion for dra- dramatic effect, and uh, a monster comes out of a black portal. He's covered in hands. It's really upsetting. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Azawa recognizes this as a problem immediately, and he yells, 13, protect the students. And all the other kids are like, are we starting? Is this a thing? What's happening? And a whole shit ton, like a cubic shit ton of villains start popping out through these portals. Azawa, you know it means business because Azawa pulls out his goggles and puts them on. Yeah. And uh, we see a dude just covered in hands and then a giant monster that's like a crow and his, his brain is exposed come out. Do I have to wait till next week for you to explain to me this hand man, or are you going to tell me about it right now? <laughs> uh, it will be better for you to find out in in the in the show. Son of a bitch! The I'm gonna live. W- I'm gonna live a whole week just wondering about this hand man is. Yep, he gives out handies. Well, what what is your question? What is he? What does he do? Why does he have hands? What's no. his deal? Why does he have hands? Is hard to explain, but it does kind of. Uh, like allude to his power a little bit is it can he throw hands (laughs) he can slap you from way over here (laughs) that would be an interesting power but that is not his 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 power uh again his quirk will be more interesting all right find out on your own i'll live in fear and and anticipation his his costume is just extra hands i don't know why that's a thing it would be so complicated to draw all the time um, but it is, it is extremely creepy and it's very evocative. Sky's pornography fan art is hard to draw because he has to draw all those hands. So many hands? Giving hand jobs to all the other characters. He can do like 15 hand jobs at once. Living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how it ends. We, uh, the, the episode comes to a very sudden conclusion with the emergence of a whole crap ton of bad guys. The show's really good at at that like just something cool happens and then it's over yeah <laughs> i know that's called a cliffhanger but i feel like this show does cliffhangers well yes yes they do it's what uh it's what it's what brings it back no uh, i have to come check on you every week that's what brings me back <laughs> uh so jake what? what was the most turtlerific part um that's a good question sky what is the most turtlerific part 
Uh, ooh. Oh, duh. That everyone, uh, everyone thinks Bakugo is a shit bloke. <laughs> <laughs> that is fun. Where they're all just like, hey, can you, like, take it down, yeah. like, a little, man? Because he fucking we, needs all to be taken know. down a couple notches. Because, yeah, it, it, they're all like, you don't have to be mad all the time, and it's a, it's exhausting to be around. Yeah. I'm really, because a lot of times, like, guys like that in these shows, like, people, like, for whatever reason, idolize them and think they're great. And up until this point, that's what we saw, was when they were little, everyone thought he was fucking great. Yeah. Now they're here, and the the other kids are like, chill out, bro. <laughs> I do greatly appreciate that. Yes. Especially because Sue, because uh, Sue's my favorite character, or maybe not my favorite, but she's up there, because she's just like, hey, you're not going to be popular because you're an asshole. It's true. It's great. Um, so I guess I agree. That is the most terrific part. Yeah. Um, who was the most likable or effective character? That one goes to thirteen because she's a f- <laughs> she's just a nice space uh, lady who is polite. That's true. She is very nice. I, I'm like ninety cool percent. She's a she. We don't really. I don't know how they she identify. She has a feminine-ish voice. She does. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they call her she at some point, but uh, if I'm wrong, tell me, I guess. I mean, she's a rescue hero, and so she's probably always rescuing men from things. (laughs) So it's definitely a woman. Why don't you call out the (laughs) ex-women? But she is pretty rad. Um, I'm going to give it to President Mike. We're having the best tweedly little mustache. That's right. Cause, uh, cause of that, and he just like you know these fucking paparazzi. I'm just gonna beat them up. Yeah. <laughs> and as how he's like they're trespassing. Like I can beat them up, right? And Azawa says no, which is a little surprising. But uh, I mean, yeah, they're trespassing. Just just yell them off. And I've seen your power in action. You could you could just one scream, and all of them would have been carried out the door <laughs> with probable you know like hearing damage. But it's probably eh. be fine. And fuck them. They're the paparazzo. I think they're actual legitimate press. They're not just. I mean, there's probably some paparazzi. Yeah, I guess in there. that's true. If they were paparazzi, they would have been like climbing the, to the top of the wall to get like a picture of well, like. Well, they knew they couldn't do that. Well, they didn't not know they could. The, the legitimate press lady didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the paparazzo have tried that before. Yeah, I guess that's true. That man who knew was probably the paparazzo. <laughs> He's like, that, that'll fucking kill you. Careful. <laughs> I tried to get in there, take a picture of that little bear. <laughs> Oh man, he did not care for it. He didn't care for it one he bit. He was a grump ass bear. <laughs> um, we didn't really get to see anybody's quirks this time around, so I'm not going to ask you who had the coolest quirk unless well, you want to say it's the 13. answer is space. Uh, I mean, thirteen. <laughs> you haven't seen it in use though. Yeah, but it's still, just... it still sounds cool, and it makes she makes black holes. That's true. You know uh, the guy from Hellboy who had like the like cat pop off his finger, and then he would float out. In the second movie? No, I didn't see that movie. Okay. Well, you, you saw her hands had, like, the little caps on them. Uh-huh. She can, like, pop one of those off, and then she sucks a thing into her finger. Oh, neat. It is neat. Uh, we'll see some of that later. Maybe uh, in the next episode? Yeah, later. Cool. So what was your pop culture palette cleanse? Sky, what did I not do this week, Sky? Did you watch Jessica Jones? No. Because no that's one. what I did. So oh, you didn't You're the that. only one. Yep. Um, I... Finished, I think you should leave. I think I had started it last week. Very funny. I recommend it. Uh, Katie and I finished season two of Stranger Things. 
not as good as season one of Stranger Things, but it's fine. And uh, <laughs> season three starts in a couple days, so I'm going to start that. Woo. Uh, also, I started watching The Chef Show uh, because John Favreau is what we should all aspire to be. Just a man who loves what he does and does all kinds of cool things. Have you seen the movie Chef? No, but I want to now. It's very good. That's what The Chef Show is based on. I would have had a he got to hang out with uh, Chef Roy, and the movie's loosely based on him. And so he, they just started cooking together and filming it. And then they decided later how, what kind of show it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, he kind of learned how to cook for the movie he did. Yeah. And then he must have segued into that uh, television program. I read up uh, about all of it because it was like, Chef sounds all right. I should probably watch it. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's got um, Sofia Vergara. It's got Scarlett Johansson. It's got uh, John Favreau. It's got... Um, uh, that one guy whose name I can never remember. But they uh, they make a, the grilled cheese from that with Bill Burr. They teach him how to make it because Bill Burr was like, uh, that grilled cheese looks amazing. So they <laughs> taught him how to do it. But yeah, it's, I've only watched the first episode so far, but I like it. I'm going to finish it. Uh, and then um, probably for several days afterwards, um, think about being uh, a chef. Because <laughs> um, that's something I do like every time I watch something. I know. With with chefs in it. I bet uh, yeah. Yeah, but lately it's a lot of cooking shows, Scott. <laughs> I watch a lot more cooking shows than I used to. <laughs> um, and also, I saw Toy Story 4, and it wasn't as good as any other Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Anyone who tells you otherwise is full of shit. It was an unnecessary movie that was fine and good, but did not need to be made. And the ending made me very angry. Um, and there's no one I can talk to about it, because no one saw that movie. <laughs> and it's going yeah. to be a financial success, technically, but also a disaster compared <laughs> to the other ones. I have not seen it yet. Yeah, and... No one else had seen it when I, I saw everyone this weekend. <laughs> I forgot that it had come out because I was in no way hyped up for this movie. Because yeah, I, I also they, was. They ended either. it fine. They yeah. didn't. Need, they don't have to do another one. Well, imagine a movie that they takes an hour and a half to cheapen the ending of the last one. <laughs> That's how I feel about Toy Story Four. And you there's not like... enough Buzz Lightyear. We can move on before I get upset. <laughs> uh, so it goes on the pile of sequels that didn't need to happen, like the other Hangovers and. The other pitch perfects yeah and i mean we could go down the list well what and the the thing is is it's a, go- it's a good movie it's it is like it's a good story it's a good movie it looks amazing it just do- doesn't f- like feel like it needed to happen and i didn't and the very end of it it's just like no <laughs> all right fair enough well i watched... oh but forky was great okay Who, go on who's the voice of forky uh tony hale He's Buster. Right. Okay. Is uh, Ben Schwartz in that? I feel like he was in it. Mm, I don't think so. Or maybe so. he just commented on Forgy on the Twitter. I if, forget. If he is, he doesn't have a very big part. Okay. I love Ben Schwartz. Um, I watched Jessica Jones. You know how the first season was incredible and they had a very interesting, terrifying villain in yep. David Tennant? Well, in the third season, they have some guy <laughs> whose name I never learned. I think it's like Salinger or Schlesinger or something. I don't know. He's just some fucking guy who has no powers uh, and is a murderer. Surprise. It's not great. It's very um, telling that they're like, you know, this is, this shit's getting canceled regardless. Yeah, I so, think the others were in the process of being canceled as that was filming. Yeah, so they were just like, whatever, let's just end this. And then it ends in a way that I did not care for. Because I really enjoy the character of Trish Walker, and some bad shit happens to her, and, like, 
I, I get the the whole deal with Jessica Jones and superheroes in general, where you can't just kill the guy you want to kill because that's what the bad guys do. But also, just fucking, murder him. Yeah, just rip that dude's head off and throw it into the sun. Uh yeah. I wonder. I wonder how long until some of those characters um, are rebooted into the MCU properly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think if they not. were cast very well. If they yeah. were just like, hey. Kristen Ritter, do you want to come into this? And sh- uh, if she was like, yeah, I'll do that, I would be fine with it. Yeah, I don't know what they do at this point. Do they just ignore all of that and never have Daredevil like join the MCU? <laughs> do they bring Charlie Cox over and like just ignore the shows? and Or do they just continue from the show and never mention them? I don't know how... I mean, I... <sighs> I feel like if they just want to bring him over, that's fine. If they want to ignore it, again, I don't care. Kevin Feige's been on top of it, so yeah, he'll, he'll make know what it to work. Do. He knows how to do it. I haven't watched any of the Marvel stuff since Daredevil Season 2 because that was incredibly boring. Uh, unless the Punisher is on screen, it was incredibly boring. Uh, so by the time whatever came out after that, I was just like, I, I can't. And now it's, there's so much of it, and the reviews have but, been but so Danny Rand, mixed. Jake. Danny Rand. Yeah, He's fine. the Iron Fist. It's fine. He's the Iron Fist, Jake. You're an Iron Fist. And Rosario Dawson's character, whose name I don't remember. Claire, Claire? something. Yeah, that sounds right. She's the best character in those shows, honestly. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't done a whole lot else this week. But, well, uh, you had to watch all that. Uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, Jay Jones was fine at best. But this time next week, we'll both have seen Spider-Man, so we can talk about that then. Oh. You're almost done setting shit up, so you'll we will have watched Into the Spider Verse, or no, are no. you talking about Spider Man Far From Home? Sp- Spider Man Far From Home comes out on Tuesday. Okay, I we've both seen Spider Into the Spider Verse. Oh, you saw it finally? No, I saw it when it came out. We talked about it. Oh, I thought you. I, thought I was just said, gonna. Oh, you bought it, but you hadn't watched it. Yeah, I hadn't watched it. Since I misunderstood I it. what that meant, and it meant. was gonna come on Netflix. Right, it's on Netflix now. No, it's a wonderful movie that uh, is is very 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 good. Yes. Um. I just I just want to watch it again. Okay, is all I dramatically misinterpreted what you had said. Did I tell you? Was it? I can't remember when I found out. I think it was since we last did this. All three Austin Powers are on Netflix. So, I'm gonna do get you want busy to just that. stay and we'll watch all of them right now? I'll bring out my laptop it and looks, my other computer. Oh, we're gonna watch all. We'll just at watch once. all three. Yes. Which one do you want on the big TV? Uh, the second one. Gold member. Got it. No. It looks like I have to stay here until the storm passes anyway, or I'll die. <laughs> yeah, it done got real dark out. Uh, I keep getting uh, alerts on my watch that oh. uh, there's a th- severe thunderstorm uh, warning happening, and it's it keeps not getting raining, pushed back, which is strange. Not yet, though. It looks very the, ominous. The last warning said it was going to start. Ra- oh, it went away. <laughs> but anyway, we should end this before th- we accidentally record our death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll never hear it if that happens because. No one will no. be there to put it what up. What if the tornado like lifts us up and whirls us around and your body falls just so to save that and then my body falls just so to click it so it loads on the internet? And the or I land in such a way that my arm is dangling so I keep Oh, it hitting. keeps swiping it. Yeah. And I somehow upload this audio. Yeah. I mean it's not impossible, but it's very unlikely. But in any event, That will probably do it for this week. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching episode 10. I don't know the name of it. The next one. Off the tip top of my head. Um, oh, we. I also watched a lot of BattleBots 
So we should do that instead. It's uh, Encounter with the Unknown. Um, and for episode 12, we will have a guest. So that'll be in two-ish weeks. Once you, once you hear this. Um, and look at how cool Aizawa looks in this in this screenshot. Jacob. Oh, he doesn't look useless. Yeah. But yeah, that'll do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. Um, if you wanted to go to iTunes, whatever iTunes is calling itself now, is it just Apple Podcasts now? It's been Apple Podcasts for quite some time. Right, but they changed... I, I thought they changed it like, to a different thing. No, it's been Apple Podcasts for quite some time. Okay. Do they just kill iTunes completely? Is that what I'm thinking of? It, uh, on the computer. On yeah. the Mac computer. If you want to rate and review, that would be perfect. Um, it helps people find the show. Uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. And you can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. You never say where to follow you. On Twitter. Oh, okay. Me too there. Or the social medias. That's, at, uh, that's my thing Midwest on social media. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. Yeah. I mean, I did put my Instagram on private because I keep getting messages from totally real accounts that want to talk to me. Uh, you can still get those messages on private. Yep, I noticed that right away. Because I'm on private to hide from the children at the school. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I still get those messages. Yeah, so I'll probably switch that back to public because I was just tired of getting messages from... It's. It, uh, did it just start happening, like, recently? Like, a whole bunch? It's happened in the past, but it, like... Just yeah, in the last week sporadic. or so, it's like every day I get one. Fucking robots. Fucking sexy robots. <laughs> From totally real women, Jake. They're totally real. What oh. are you talking about? All you have to do is give them your social and they will talk to you. Yeah, but you know what? They, they wouldn't do that if people didn't fall for it. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. I hate everyone. Every time some like someone's doing something, I'm like, there must be some success rate to this. Like... People who stand on the roadside with Jesus signs. There must be some success rate for people to keep doing it. Or all of these internet scams, they have to work. Yep. And that's weird and baffling to me. Yeah. Our, our on world that is, note. <laughs> is, is broken. And we don't for deserve forgiveness. Anyway, uh, that'll do it for this week. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Stay frosty. I He also is a 90-year-old man who wrote into the script that he has a threesome. Neat. So there's that. I could have reached the end of my life never knowing that. Oh, well. And now I have to know it forever. Don't watch The Mule. (laughs) Not an issue. (laughs) Hey, guy who used to work for Verizon, I still don't know your name, and I still don't care that you work for Sprint now. He cares. He's getting paid again. But remember how little faith Sprint had in you because they added the Sprint turn and then some fucking robots also? So they know we don't care, man. You're on borrowed time. Are you okay? No.